Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Made For More podcast. Today's guest is uh, Supreme. I don't often fangirl, but when I do, uh, I do it quite hard. So you may notice me uh, having a few fangirl moments throughout today's episode. I want to introduce you to the godfather of speaking, Keith Abraham. He is an award-winning, a multi-award-winning speaker, a best-selling author, author of five books published in 12 languages. In his 23 years uh, speaking career, he has presented to more than 1.6 million people across 30 countries. What's more telling is that 93% of his clients have used him more than once, 57% have asked him to come back more than six times, and 34% of his clients have used him every year for more than 10 years, and you'll be able to tell why in just a moment. For more than 20 years, Keith Abraham has become the global authority on goal achievement and the creator of the gold goal driver formula. He has researched how people can achieve what seems like the unimaginable, unreachable and unattainable in their life. It is my pleasure to welcome Keith on to the podcast. We chat all things goal setting with the absolute guru of goal setting. Strap in for this one because if you are someone who makes a goal on the 1st of January and then forgets about your goal until the 31st of December, Keith's uh, goal driver formula will change your life. Uh, So let's dive in, Uh, have a pen and paper handy because this one you'll need notes for. Welcome to the Made For More podcast. I'll be sharing my experiences along with some actionable advice to take your leadership to the next level. Introducing your host, it's me, Ali Nitschke. I'm a leadership and courageous conversations expert, a Nutella lover, a mother of four young boys, a wife, and a dance floor junkie. I'm here to give you the motivation you need to level up, lead yourself, lead your team, and your business. Let's go. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Made For More podcast. Today, I am joined by a wonderfully, exceptionally accomplished uh, guest. It is Keith Abraham. Hello, Keith. How are you? I'm great, Ellie. Yourself? Yes, wonderful. Uh, thank you very much for joining me today. I'm excited to get in today's, into today's topic and uh, learn a little bit more about your areas of passion and also expertise. But before we get too far into it, are you able to share a little bit of where did you come from and where are you going? Yeah, great question. Look, thanks for the opportunity to be part of your podcast. I just uh, love that what you're putting out there in regards to courageous conversations, oh, courageous you. leadership because it's something we all need to, you know, really get hold of and be the living example. Um, where have I come from? Um, you know, we talk, I talk a lot about goal setting. So I've been a professional speaker for the last 25 years, spoken to 1.6 million people, 39 different countries, written six best-selling books. But what didn't start out like that, Ali? You know, my, um, you know, my first job was in the local council as a weed inspector, um, but, uh, but my boss asked me to go on a leadership program about 37 years ago. Now, I definitely wasn't a leader, but when he said you get a week off work with full pay, I thought maybe I am. Uh, and so, <laughs> so I went on this leadership program and a guy stood up and started talking about goal setting. I'd never heard of it before. 
Yes. You know, I grew, grew up on the farm. You know, my mum and dad didn't talk about gold, so I didn't, you know, we, we talked about trucks and tractors and horses and cattle. We didn't talk about what goal do you want to achieve, son? And so, so I thought this was a phenomenal concept. And I became, I fell in love with goal setting. And about 25 years ago, I turned it into a passion, my passion into a profession. And so I've been talking and writing about that subject of direction and clarity, passion, focus. Uh, for the last 25 years. Uh, where am I going? Um, well, I've just created and launched a diagnostic tool to help people uh, set and achieve their goals uh, faster, easier and sooner. It's called Goal Drivers. And so it's a wonderful diagnostic tool that shows you what's holding you back, shows you how to accelerate forward and shows you how to elevate your determination. And so um, that's where I'm going. That's the thing that I'm talking about now. And, and it's, uh, it's really exciting. I think it's exciting. I have, um, full disclosure, have completed the, the goal driver diagnostic. So we'll talk a little bit around that in just a moment. But before yeah. we get uh, too far into it, before I hit record, we, have, we were talking about goal setting and I was saying yes. I've been setting goals since I was about 13. And I threw out the comment of, you know, everybody knows what goal setting is. We know about smart goals. Yeah. And I feel like goal driver is that next level of mastering goal setting. But yes. I did the thing that I don't like to do, which is to make an assumption that everybody does know about goal yeah. setting. So tell me a little bit around, or can you share with everyone, uh, goal setting at its most basic basic form for those that aren't aware about goal setting or yeah look goals. it's a, it's a you know because you and i are both avid goal setters so you know once again i was 24 years of age and that was the first time i heard about goal setting you know you were setting goal, goals at, at 13 and so i think one of the things there is this assumption that everybody now I, I, let, let me make a uh, an assumption that's pretty much 100 percent accurate is everybody has heard about goal setting Yes. there's a big difference between hearing about goal setting and mm. actually doing it just mm. like there's a big difference between setting goals and actually achieving them yes. so one of the things that i can share with people is that unless you have an emotional mental and physical connection to your goal yep. there is a high degree you know if you have those three you become committed compelled and connected to that goal now why do we need to be committed compelled and connected so that you'll do the uncomfortable the inconvenient and the unknown and yep. so whenever you set a goal, the, the, the bridge that we have to cross is that you'll always be tested and you'll be tested in that it's a little uncomfortable to actually go from point A to point B. Uh, it's a little inconvenient and it could be a little bit out of your control or what, you've, what you're regularly used to doing. And so my journey over the last 25 years have, you know, I started talking about smart goals and, and, and you know what, uh, smart goals are about 37 years old now. Yeah, um, right. and, and I'm going to say this, and, and a lot of people might poo poo me for doing this, but, but I don't think smart goals work. Mm. Um, I, I get the concept. So it's specific, measurable, obtainable, realistic, tangible, that's smart, but they have to be smarter. And the smarter is the emotional connection and the reward along the way for the milestones that you pass. So you and I as adults, unless we have, um, unless we have a big enough reason why, we won't do it. Yes. We'll find an excuse. And like anything, and I know you've probably said this to people you coach, Ali, is that you'll either find an excuse or you'll find a reason, but you can't have both. Mm. And so it's so important for people to get a hold of what 
you know, what it means for them to go and pursue a particular goal for them. And so one of the things that I do is I talk a lot about this emotional connection because, and, and this is where goal drivers come from. You and I, you and I can experience 135 different emotions. Of those yeah, 135 yeah. different emotions, 64 of them are positive. What the 64 break down into eight, what I call goal drivers. And so we'll talk more about that as we go along. But when people understand their goal driver, they all of a sudden can accelerate towards their goal a bit quicker. Um, yeah. They can remove the roadblocks and they can strengthen the determination, which we all need to pursue any goal. And just to finish on this, you know, here's the classic, Ali. Somebody sets a goal, want to shed a few kilos, you know, <laughs> been on a good paddock. I've got my COVID cardigan on. And, and so, you know, and so people said, you know what? That's it. I, I'm going to lose a few kilos. And, and you know what? Tomorrow morning, I'm going to go for a walk and I'm going to eat healthy. Well, tomorrow morning is the day that it pisses down rain. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow morning <laughs> is the day that somebody brings in chocolate cake for somebody's, somebody's birthday. That's that day. Because what the universe says, not to get too woo-woo with you, but what the universe says, are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I have to stop making myself cake. I can see where I'm going wrong. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, yes, you're 100% right. And I think it's interesting because weight loss is a huge, a huge goal that most people, most people, at some yeah. point in time, you know, normally around sure. Jan January 1, that's when we said it. Normally yeah. around February 1 is when we decided it's a bit hard or, or we've forgotten about it. Um, but what I liked uh, when you were saying, let's make him smarter, and we'll talk about the emotional side. When it comes to the reward, uh, we've, we're, we're, are we thinking the end result reward or are we thinking the reward oh, along you, the journey? You've got, to re you've got to reward yourself along the journey yeah. because, you know, what tends to happen is, th look, there are, there are three rewards. Here's the first reward. Um, when you reach a milestone, you should recognize, celebrate, reward yourself. Mm -hmm. And look, and that could be, you know, it, it could be something simple. It could just be pausing and reflecting at, at a very basic level, or it can be a significant tick. I've got a mate of mine, and as he's selling his coaching packages, he's got this big flip chart. And so, you know, t you know another one sold, another one sold. And, and then in between, like when he gets to 10, then there's the reward. And the reward is him and his partner, you know, going out uh, for a dinner for two and a night in town, you know. Okay. But that's not the end goal, by the way. End goal is like a hundred of these. So yeah. he's got these lovely rewards. Yeah. So that's the second reward. Here's the third reward. The third reward is the one that nobody ever thinks about. It's the goal beyond the goal. Oh, it's you heard the, it here first, folks. What is it? Tell me the goal so, behind so the goal. The goal behind the goal is so often the goal we're pursuing is not the goal. Oh. So what happens is we go, right, so firstly, the reward along the way. Secondly, the goal we achieve. Third is the goal beyond the goal. And what we often say is, you know, sometimes we've got to think a little bit beyond the goal. What's that goal really going to give you? Oh, that's so good. And so that's the sense of an emotion. That's the oh, an accomplishment. Maybe that's the maybe that's defeating one of those things that's been hanging around for a long time. Yeah. And I often talk to people about, okay, now you've told me the goal. Now tell me the goal beyond the goal. Or you mean the next goal? No, no, no. I mean the reward and the result for you really obtaining that goal. Oh, I'll get promoted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what does that give you? Mm-hmm. Oh, a sense of status. Oh, a, a sense of accomplishment. Oh, a, you know, a, a, an extra 10K 
uh, salary, you know, uh, pay rise. Great. What do you do with the 10K? Oh, the yeah. 10Ks, that, that's for sending my kids to a better school. Yeah. Ah, that's the goal beyond the goal. Yes. Yes, I love it. So what's what does it actually mean for you and to yeah. you when you achieve it? Oh, so good. I love that. So the goal beyond the goal. So of these 35 emotions that we get to experience, the 64 that are positive, the mm-hmm. eight that are our drivers, what are our eight goal drivers that, yeah. you know, this makes up the population, right? So it would be yeah, nice 100%. if everyone so, could be divided, but probably not. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that we're, we've landed with this, and often people will say, oh, Keith, is this like a, a Myers-Briggs or a DISC or something along those lines? And I'll say, you know, Myers-Briggs and DISC, are, are, and by the way, I'm an accredited DISC uh, person a thousand years ago, um, tells you where you're at. Yes. What my goal driver profile does is shares with you firstly a little bit of philosophy around what goal drivers really mean, which is the background information. Then it tells you where you're at. But then, Ali, as you've seen in your driver profile, it tells you how to get from point A, where you are right now, to point B faster, easier, and sooner. Now, what's the opposite? Faster, easier, sooner? Slower, harder, never. You know, so we want to make sure that I want to help people accelerate towards their goal. I want them to be able to elevate themselves above the challenges, the circumstances, the beliefs, and I want them to be able to accomplish what's important, what matters, and what makes a difference to them. And that's where Goal Drivers comes out of. So to give you the eight Goal Drivers, the first is Successful Influencer. The second is um, is the sorry is the Purposeful Explorer. Uh, and, and successful influence, when I say successful influence, I'm not talking about social media. I mean, these are the people who want to influence circumstances and situations around them. They want to create momentum in their life. The purposeful explorer is about creating legacy. So the goals they want to achieve are bigger picture and actually uh, are bigger reasons why, because they want to create a legacy. Then you've got people who are the uh, inspired pathfinder. Now, the inspired pathfinder is about motivation, but they tend to blaze a pathway for others to follow. So there, a great leadership trait is to inspire people around you, but to, but they're driven by being that living example. The next is the happy torchbearer. And this person, this person is a person that the goal they want to pursue is about joy. Yes, love it. So if they're not getting joy out of it, love out of it, happiness out of it, um, they're up and out of there. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, it's so important for them um, to making sure that whatever they do energizes, enthuses, and engages them. Mm-hmm. The next is the organized planner. This person wants to control circumstances and situations. In actual fact, the nth degree of this, um, they actually try and control the stuff they can't control and get frustrated because they can't stop the water. You know, so yeah. um, so these people are the organized planner. Um, they're a great, obviously a great person because they're systems and process orientated and their goals are very methodical in how they plan them out and then how they execute to them. The challenge, of course, sometimes is just having that flexibility to be able to change the plan as you're going through and to reprioritize and, and then to re-execute. The respected achiever is all about mastery. They are looking to be masterful at whatever they do and uh, and 
during that process to be, to receive the acknowledgement that they asked are masterful. It's not mm. their main driver, but they like to have people, you know, sort of give them those accolades because that's one of their uh, benchmarks as they mm. move forward. The next, of course, is the confident believer. And this is about having backing yourself and having enough belief in yourself that you are worthy, deserving and capable of achieving whatever you set out to achieve. And the final one is about the relaxed peacemaker. These people don't want to be in conflict in their life. And what I mean by conflict, not conflict with other people, but doing roles that are conflicting um, to their values or are conflicting to how they really want to go about their life. And so the real drive for them is about being in flow. You know, there's their mantra sometimes is no flow, no go. And so it's so important that now, of course, you know, some of your listeners are probably going, okay, well, 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 what, you know, um, how do you find out what, what you are? Uh, because each one of them, uh, what I've created is a report that actually shares with you what are the best habits for you, yep. what's your best communication strategy, how you like to be mentored, how you, uh, how you add value to other people in a team, uh, more importantly, what you're fearful of. What mm. are the best of the 24 different habits, emotionally, mentally, and physical habits? What's the best three for your driver? More importantly, what's the best mindset? If there are yeah. eight amplified attitudes, what's the best one for you to focus on? Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, nine years of research, uh, four years of working with a, a diagnostic specialist, um, you know, the um, psychometric um scientist to come up with this whole process it's been a journey to say the least uh, but the results are phenomenal feedback's been tremendous and um you know people are telling us that they're it's like 89.3 percent accurate so it's been wow. a really good uh it's been a really good journey so far so yeah so they're, they're the eight. It's amazing. And um, as I mentioned earlier, I've, I have done the, the goal driver, a diagnostic, and it was, it was sensational. Um, the report that came well, out, of it. Blew my mind. out of it. Alley, for what you did I, well, I think, I think uh, what we touched on earlier is I've been a goal setter for a very, very long time, but sometimes yeah. I achieve my goals, you know, no worries. It's no, yeah. it's not a problem. It seems to yeah. be in flow. Other times I achieve my goals by the 29th of, of the month and, and screech into home base. And other times I get to, you know, what what should be my deadline and realise that I've not done much at all in uh, in relation to my goal. And that's probably where we're talking about, you know, the friction piece where it hasn't truly yeah. aligned with what I want to want to be doing. But I think with any kind of diagnostic, it's really validating to see it in black and white or in in rainbow for for your report's sake yeah. is going actually here's the here's the formula here's how i operate um and being told what what your next step is and, and where you need to go and what you need to be focusing on so i think yeah. for me it was just that clear pathway of going oh yep i i can definitely recognize that particularly probably what we'd say the negative parts or what are the roadblocks for me i'm like yeah actually that's a tough pill that was a tough pill to swallow but not yeah, uh, not yeah. A yeah that's not surprising ali i've had um i've had people so far 
that have done it oh, from all walks of life, uh, entrepreneurs, uh, C, uh, you know, uh, a, a CEO of a $1.4 billion organization. I got him to complete it. And when I followed him up to say, you know, how was it, Rob? He, he was, his was his first response. Keith, it was very confronting. I went, oh, oh, okay. Oh, How's this conversation going to go? And I said, what do you mean by that, Rob? And he said, he said, everything in your report is scary, uh, scarily accurate. Yep. And he said, it's almost like you've been following me around and inside of my head for the last 12 months, because this is exactly what I've sort of been thinking about that I need to change and adjust. And he said, but when I actually saw it on paper and read it to myself, it was like this validation confirmation, just like you said, around what I really need to do to evolve and go to the next level. Um, and what was your what was yours again, Ali? What was your uh, mine uh, was the successful influencer. Ah, uh, beautiful. So, um, can, can I can we uh, just <laughs> okay. dissect yours a little bit? <laughs> Is yes. That okay? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. So here's what here's what I can tell you about your report, Ali. Um, you are you are driven to become brave, strong, invincible, and you are decisive. So you make decisions quick, and if they're not the right decision, you make another one, or you make them right. Um, <laughs> you you desire to be ambitious, courageous. Oh, isn't that interesting? Interesting. That you're high, synergy. You're, mm, uh, prosperous. Yes. And you are exceptionally tenacious. Mm. And your mantra almost is tenacity wins every race. You know, sure you does. hang in there, hang in there, hang in there, hang in there. Doesn't matter if I cross the line first, as long as I cross the line. Um, yes. Others best describe you as committed to making things work. Uh, you are most liked. Um, you are you, you when challenged uh, as a way challenges for you are like uh, an accelerant. You know yes. they they're a way of you pushing yourself further and out of your comfort zone. Your best mindset for you is about being grateful, especially yes. when things are not great. You see, one of the things we talk about when we talk about mindset and amplified attitude for successful influencers, it's to be able to stop and go, right, you know, and look, things go pear-shaped, but you've got to stop, reflect and go, okay, what's the lesson from this? What am I grateful for? Because if you, like anybody, if you do not find the gratitude, you become bitter, not better. Greatest fear, of course, is failure. Uh, but for you, it's not an option. You know, this is not an option. I will stand in a pool of blood to get the job done. Uh, when you're under pressure, should we talk about that? Is that <laughs> this is very awkward for all of my listeners who have been listening to the podcast for two years. It's like, oh, my dirty laundry. Oh, right, no, like, I'll move on. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 that's okay. okay. Well, you know what know. happens for you, uh, for the successful influencer, <laughs> they get frustrated at the lack of progress. So, And that yes. frustration sometimes come, spills out. Yes. And so, and, and so it's like, oh, geez, I wish I could put the genie back in the bottle. Um, you, you know what? Okay, let's talk about what you need to stop doing. Uh, okay. Stop thinking long term. Sometimes we, we think uh, successful influence think a little bit too um, uh, short term. Yep. But you yep. need to think about long term, the long term gain. You know, I, I want to get to here, and so I don't get to there. And that's okay. It's a journey, and yep. sometimes you're going to take some detours. Um, What's your the roadblock you need to um, get over? And really, it's it's yourself. It's it's asking for assistance. You know, successful <laughs> yes. influences are people who go, I I I should know this. I should know this, and and I don't want to 
be vulnerable or, you know, or a sign of weakness in not knowing the answer. And so, you know, that's, look, and, and anybody can get that snapshot. If they go to mygoaldriver.com, they can access their, their um, four-page uh, report for free. And so all of your listeners can have access and so I get, oh, okay, what's, I wonder what mine is then. I wonder where, now here's the reason why it's so important, Ellie, is that, see, once I know this, then, and I'm confirmed to this, if people get the full report, so the full report is $87. Um, They get 46 pages, 135 different insights, 24, um, 24 tools and techniques, um, as well as 36 Excel, uh, performance accelerators. So, yeah, you know, this is this part of saying, well, okay, Keith, I know where I'm at, uh, this point A, mm. how do I get to point B faster, easier and sooner? And there's 36 um, strategies there. And the final piece of the puzzle, of course, is at the end of the workbook um, is the, the two-page 90-day um, roadmap. And mm. it takes all the questions, takes a piece out of the workbook and you put them into your 90-day plan to move yourself uh, forward. Love and it. So yeah, it's really, really. Powerful. I'm glad you. I'm glad you love the the gold driver. It's it's really exciting for me. It's been a, as I said, a, a a work in progress. Lots of talking to people. Lots of of research and uh, just uh, you know, I have to tell you, um, you know, uh, by the way, one of my my um, the reason why I can say one of my. <laughs> My driver's a successful influencer. So ah, when I go. wasn't achieving, so, so, I have a, uh, so you'll have a primary and a secondary. So my primary is successful influencer and my secondary, uh, secondary is uh, uh, respected achiever. So yes. that's the mastery I find. Um, that's what I want to be masterful as a presenter and, and everything like that. And if I, can, if I can zip this over here, you know, one of the things. So, so the, the, two pa- the four page looks a little bit like this. Uh, but the full report is, you know, has got all of this detail in there right through what's the, you know, how do you stay focused and what do you need to start doing, stop doing, how to develop yourself, what are the four best ways for you, how to communicate and connect with the other drivers. And one of the things that, that I took the time to do is, is when people really start to understand themselves, yeah, they can then, you know, I don't know. I say this to people. Are people okay, Ali? And I, and I hope your listeners are okay with this. Are they okay with an unfair competitive advantage over themselves? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, how many work times? smarter, not yeah, harder. <laughs> how many times do we trip ourselves up? I love that yeah. quote from Edmund Hillary. He said, "It's not the mountain we conquer, but ourselves." Oh yes. And, and I just think that one that what Gold Drivers does for people is it just helps them to get themselves out of their own way to yeah. really achieve what they what's most important to them and to the people who mean the world to them. I think I think you are absolutely bang on. And um, for all of our listeners, absolutely jump on to the link. I'll put it in the show notes as well because uh, it is brilliant. And I think it's the, the validation that many of us need to go. You know, why am I having so many troubles goal yeah. setting? Or you know, yeah. perhaps they're even you know new new year, new you. Uh, we're nearly out of this 
two year cycle and perhaps yeah. it's time to set, set some new goals and rather than go right. small, small, go big. Um, I'm, I'm just curious, Keith, what you've found uh, throughout your, your research, you've been doing this for a number of years. Um, yeah. When you were going through the eight year process of, of compiling these eight drivers and we're talking short term versus long term goals, I know that you've got 90 days in your workbook here but what are, what do you recommend as a short-term versus long-term when we're thinking near near and far-sighted or planning yeah look it, it just depends you know one of the things I often say to people Ali is and let's just work backwards I've talked a lot over the years about helping people set 100 goals they want to achieve in their lifetime um, and so and you know so that big big because that becomes a catalyst to give you some direction purpose and passion uh, moving forward, in actual fact, it helps you define, you know, the, the your real why. Um, so one of the things I often say to people: look, a, a short term a short term goal can be anywhere from one day to one month. Um, a medium term can be anything from from one month to a year. Uh, a long term could be anywhere from two to five years. Um, there isn't a right or wrong around this. For some people, you know, when you say, you know, one of my clients is Toyota, you know, and the Japanese have a saying around, you know, the hundred year plan, you know, they've got a hundred year goal. And so I'm not sure that people need to have that, but, but they definitely need to have something to look forward to because, and this is the challenge that we've, that, you know, your listeners and, and my clients have um, struggled with over the last couple of years during COVID is there is has been a, a sense of uncertainty um, there is a high degree when, and when people are uncertain people will stop setting goals and obviously anxiety goes up um, you know or mental health issues creep in because I, I can't see where I'm actually going to and so one of the things I've say to people is now is a time to clarify what's important what matters and what makes a difference to you because from clarity comes confidence and from confidence comes a high degree of certainty. But what's the byproduct of having a high degree of certainty is that you and I have a more consistent mindset and a more consistent in taking action. Because let's face it, how many people do you know that are consistently inconsistent? And so this is about making sure that we have that ability to, to once again, you know, just to stop at the moment and and you know look and, and i haven't done the 100 goals for people over the last couple of years i've been saying to people tell me 20 things you want to achieve in the next 12 months because we have to have something to look forward to you know dr joda spencer talks about this we have to have a vision for the future not a memory of the past and so the vision for the future for some people from a short-term perspective is 20 things they want to tick off. You know, here's, here's my, some of the things on my list. Uh, I want to just do my next level of barbecue mastering uh, course that I'm going to do, you know, like that, because I want to take my barbecuing skills to the next level. I, I've, I've learned during the course of COVID on how to become an excellent barbecue. It's only taken me, you know, about 30 odd years of wow. burnt steak, but I, but you know what? I'm pretty bloody good. And I'm not saying that as a brag. I'm just saying when people come over, they go, holy guacamole, this is good. Um, do you have so, guac? Would do I have guac? Yeah, guacamole? I can't. You, you can have guacamole with steak. If we're doing a little, uh, if we do a little tomahawk and then we slice it up and we make it a Mexican, a bit of Tex-Mex night. Excellent. You can do, Love it. Yeah, there you go. Love a bit of guac. Sorry, I'll get back on no, track. No, a little, little detail there, but thank you for that question. <laughs> a barbecue mastery. What? What? Are, what's another one that's on your? Um, oh, for your me, twenty goals. Yeah, thirtieth wedding anniversary this year. 
Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Christine and I have been married 30 years. We've been in business together for 25 years and we've wow. obviously, yeah. So September this year. So um, I always organise the anniversary trip. So get you know making that uh, making that all happen uh, really important. Um, I, I got a, another little one. So while I haven't been travelling as much and and been presenting for my studio here in Brisbane, you know one of the things that is um, I've had a phenomenal amount of time around, and so I've got involved in my local community. Uh, cricket uh, club, uh, first grade side here in Brisbane, Turnbull, the mighty Turnbull Bulls. And um, and so I, I'm the team manager there. So I'm, you know, one of the things that I'm working on is a high level of professionalism. We have got um, national and state players in our side and wow. we have got aspiring national and state players. So I'm just bringing a different level of, uh, firstly, mindset and the whole goal setting around sports performance into it, but also just a level of professionalism as well. So that's been really cool to, to do that. Uh, and the, the other thing is um, one of my daughters is, a, 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 well, both my daughters are great artists. Uh, one is a graphic designer and one is a, um, a, a kahuna massage and, and oh, wow. is quite a, and a facilitator working with um, kids on the spectrum and wow. and so um, we're going to write a kids book around gold drivers. We just decided oh, on Friday, gosh. so yeah. So a little, we're going to do a little kids story and um, uh, both of them, are, you know, are pretty entrepreneurial. So um, that's going to be really cool uh, to to do that. So there's a few things, few things in the pipeline. Oh, that's fantastic. And um, I know earlier when we when we first started talking about goals and not everyone knows it, whereas my eight-year-old at school does goal setting in yeah, his class crazy. and it's very cute. And he'll be like, my goal for this term is to tidy up my handwriting. I'm like, yes, that is a good goal yeah. to have. But Yeah, it's a great yeah. – and you know what? It's just more relevant now. I mean, I, I, look – if they did say it when I was going to school, I wasn't paying attention. But but it was like, but it's the old story as well. Um, I wrote a book called B, um, yes. which which originally I wrote for yeah thirteen, 12, you know, like kids as young as ten, uh, you know, right up to the age of thirty. Those kids as well um, are, are reading that book because it's a lovely introduction to goal setting and to the this whole concept of goal drivers. Um, but it's a really fun, funky book and e ultra easy to read, heaps of activities in it and stuff like that. And it's a great book just to get kids to start to think a little bit about what does the future hold? Because, you know, it has been a, you know, it's been a weird and funky time over the last couple of years. Yeah. Is that book available on your website as well? Yeah, yeah. If they just okay. go to keithabraham.com, um, they we'll can, um, yeah, just uh, K-E-I-T-H-A-B-R-A-H-A-M dot com and you can access you can get the the b book as well brilliant and i'll put the links for that in the show notes as well yes so your top five tips for leaders what yeah. do you wish you'd known yeah i wish i'd known these ones um here's the first one you've got to be the living example yeah uh, you, you have to be the living example you, you you can't be the talking example can't ask your people to do things that you haven't done or are not prepared to do yourself. Um, the second is you've got to know the difference between communication and connection. Oh, boom. Um, and so he, here's, here's my quick definition around that. Uh, I can I can tell people a hundred, you know, I can say something to someone a hundred times, I'll never hear the message or they'll never respond to the email. But if I have a connection with them, yep. uh, they'll respond to every email and they'll get the message because they 
and often because they, they, we have a connection. We have trust, rapport and credibility. Um, the next is taking the time and the energy to build greater belief in your people. And this is not about telling them that they can do it, but to, to go through and to, to develop and, and work on those people uh, around mindset, mm -hmm. understanding their priorities, making sure they've got goals and understanding as well that their goals outside of work. Um, the greatest leaders that I've worked with are ones who are, um, are concerned and engage me to come and talk to their people about their personal goals more than yeah. their actual business goals. Yeah. Um, and to build people's belief. Um, the next is making sure that you have high value, high payoff daily habits. So, Ooh. you know, we often talk about, um, you know, is this a $25 job? Is it a $250 hour job? Is it a $2,500 hour job? Is it a $25,000 hour job? And so making sure that you have habits, because what we do know is people create habits and habits form futures. Mm. And so to making sure that you've got uh, great habits. In actual fact, in the Gold Driver, uh, the full report, there are 24 daily habits. Yeah. Um, what it'll tell you is what are the three? What are the three best for your profile? Mm -hmm. But you need to have habits that will move you faster quicker, easier towards what you want and move away from what you don't want. And the final one is as a leader, we have to make sure that we shift our internal dialogue. Mm. And, and if, I can, if I can do something, you know, one of the things that I say to people, Ali, is that often our internal language starts like this, am I? Am I good enough? Am I worthy? Am I deserving? Am I capable? Am I a good leader? Uh, am I engaging with my people? And we have to, and now that if you are constantly asking and questioning yourself, it diminishes your belief as a leader. Yeah. And we have to flip it around to move from am I to I am. I am worthy. I am deserving. I am capable. I am successful. I am a great leader. Because all of a sudden we move from a question to a statement. Yep. And when we move that to a statement, which becomes an affirmation, what we then do is we raise up our personal belief and we get on this cycle of goal, action, result, belief. And as our belief builds, we become a better leader. Yeah, I love that. And I think you are absolutely right. There is a lot of, am I good enough? Am I yeah. worthy enough? Am I worthy? Um, am I, you know, am I capable? And, and by the way, I had a mentor share that with me, uh, share that with me about two years ago. And yeah. it, all of a sudden it shifted my mindset away from comparison, which is the thief of joy. Yeah. And it moved me then into, make, into affirming what I want. Yeah, because yeah. I'd often, you know, why, why am I not as good? Why am I not as good as that person? And they're getting selected to stand on that stage or whatever it might be. And, and I just would say, knew it's nothing about them. It's all about me. And this is this thing I was saying before about this is one of those ways to get a, an unfair competitive advantage over yourself. And yep. that's about shifting that internal dialogue. I love it. And that's where that's where Made For More actually came from, from all of that internal monologue of am I enough? Am I worthy enough? Am I am I too much to yet yeah, made made for more? So there you go. Yeah.
yeah, hundred percent. Shift, shifting, shifting the chitter chatter or the itty bitty shitty committee, as I like to call it. Which yeah, is often I love that. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, hundred percent, a hundred percent. You know, it's like you you question yourself, and 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 of course that questioning turns into doubt. Yeah. And you know, here's what I can say: doubt sees the darkest night. Certainty sees the light of day. Doubt asked who oh, believed, yeah. and certainty answered I. I believe. I have to believe in myself. I love that make that into a quote I think that was brilliant <laughs> thank you so much Keith so uh number one was uh you got to be the living example number two I got to know the difference between communication and connection number yeah. three was around building building greater belief in your people uh number yeah. four was around having high values and um high payoff in your daily habits and yeah. number five is shifting that internal dialogue uh from am I to I am beautiful it's been real. Thank you so much, Keith. I'm actually off to go and um, sort out my 90-day goals now. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Put a few Beautiful. things in my calendar about my, my high-value, um, high-payoff daily habits that I think I've been neglecting a little bit. Do you have any last words for the audience? Oh, look, you know, here's what I encourage people to do is, is go and jump on um, mygoaldriver.com. Uh, it takes five to seven minutes to do the 10 sets of questions. Um, what will pop out at the end of it is you know, if you just go for the, you know, you'll get the free re snapshot, which is, you know, four, it's just about to be increased to six pages. You'll get that. You'll get the option if you want the whole enchilada um, to what's saying to click on a button and just upgrade. You don't have to do the assessment again. And that will give you um, profound insights that'll take the knowledge that you have and turn it into wisdom that you need. And so, um, you know, I'd encourage people to do that. And I suppose the, the, the last thing, you know, and I, we mentioned Sir Edmund Hillary before, Ali, you know, I love that quote from Sir Edmund Hillary. Um, you know, he was asked by a good mate of mine, you know, what was it like when you got to base camp and, um, and you looked up at Everest and he said it was too, he said, I thought it was too high. He said, I thought it was too cold. I, I thought it was too hard. And yep. my mate said, what'd you do? And he said, simple, I just put one foot after the other. Yep. And I think if people take the first step, they'll, they will be more. And that's what you ask people to do is to, is to be more um, so they can have more and so they can do more for the people that mean the world to them. Absolutely. Amazing. It has been absolutely incredible having you uh, on today. And I'm sure people are, are frantically writing notes, not if you're driving, of course, um, no. on, on goal setting. But I'll be sure to put all of the links uh, to Keith's goal drivers into the show notes. Jump on, check it out. It's an absolute game changer. And why wouldn't you want to give yourself a little bit of a leg up when Hello. it comes to goal setting um, to accelerate your own success? I think, you know, take what you can um, when you need it. So thank you, Keith. You've been amazing. Thanks, Ellie. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode on the Made For More podcast, please make sure you subscribe to receive future episodes. And of course, five-star reviews are always welcome on the Apple podcast. If you'd like a copy of the show notes or any of the links mentioned today, check out madeformore.com.au forward slash podcast. And of course, if we aren't connected already, you can find me in all the usual places. Ali Nitschke on LinkedIn, Ali.MadeForMore on Facebook and Instagram. I hope you have an awesome week and I'll catch you again soon. Bye-bye.